Hey, this is Taylor from Culty Classics, the podcast where we talk all things post-religion and cringy cult-like culture that we've been a part of. I'm going to have some friends on these episodes, some ex-pastors, people who had nothing to do with religion, and people who pretty much sold their lives to it. So it's going to get pretty good. And this episode... Me and my friend Taylor Udy sit down, we're passing a joint, hanging out, and we just dive right in. She starts explaining to me what it's like for her when she's high in this moment, and it gets really good. So buckle up, it's going to be a good time. What is making you think that it's metaphysical? Like, why is that... I feel like I'm seeing people's souls before I'm seeing them and like their humanness. How like are I'm you seeing, seeing their, their souls? I'm seeing their essences. I'm seeing, I'm reading people's, I'm, I feel like I'm yeah, seeing yeah. beyond people's. You know what? Maybe this is because <laughs> since I've done shrooms, because the one time that I was able to like really have a very deep soul, like magic experience, it was me being able to remove my essence from my the part of me that is human like hu- my human is only a part of who I am sure it's like a part that lives inside and my soul is like it's like I the tentacle it's like I severed the tentacle and the part of the tentacle that was inside the human Wow. That, that's all part of the human. What a cool metaphor. So it's almost like you're standing outside objectively from, yes. like, a certain part of yourself in a new way. Yes, but, like, the the human part of me is an entire part. Like, it has thoughts and feelings. But all the thoughts and feelings that are with my okay. human perspective. Yeah, so this is new. This is a new experience This for is you. a new experience. And I, I had that experience, what, maybe two weeks-ish ago um, with shrooms. And since then, I feel like I've been able to do that with others. Like, I've been able to be, like... <gasps> You've been able to also extrapolate the more yeah. physical into a more metaphysical, more spiritual yeah. side of things and seeing people. And spiritual, like, not, like, religious, but spiritual, like, okay, seeing someone's inner child mm-hmm. or seeing, like, what they I, value as a person or yes. reading that based on the feelings you get from them but also in your body. But like the energy that you're able to channel... I mean, that, that affects, like, your personality. That affects, like, what you're able to emote and experience is, like, the way that your technology is built and what kind of energy it can channel. And, like, I feel like I'm able to see what energy these people are working with. And, Wonderful. Like, and you have synesthesia, which is so cool. It is. So it's kind of like the thing you do when you paint our voices. Yeah. And you like paint exactly what you're seeing in your mind when you hear our voices but this way you're doing it with like someone's personality someone's like their soul and it's not just like you're seeing color you're just like and it's not even their their personality it's like it's more than that it's like that's part of their human part and i'm seeing that human part of them aside and i'm seeing so what would you see if you saw one of your friends like essence like what changes in your view of them so your essence for example it's not like about like a visual thing all the time either but it's more like a like a feeling i feel like that's mm-hmm. how i'm able to perceive it is through sure feeling. okay my nervous system gives me cues but also like 
Does... I guess it's spatial, so I guess it is visual to a, to a degree. Okay. Is um, it also, like, in memory? Does memory come in and, like... I don't think memory is okay, super... Like, not, so not, like, a nostalgic feeling. More of, like... No. How... It, you, what you perceive in your body is I'm maybe what... I'm perceiving you through different realms. Like, okay. spatial realm. I'm perceiving, your, like, your energy through, like, time and space. Time is, yeah, as well. Okay. Like, how old is your soul? How, like... Oh, you know, okay. Like so that's how, very you know, interesting. The parts of yourself that's, like the essence of you like the consciousness that's implanted in you wow like that's interesting that that so you're seeing okay what some people would say my soul yeah your soul interesting yeah i'm seeing your soul that's a great way to put it i feel like when you talk about it you speak about it on like a almost like you have a diagram in your mind of how you're like perceiving these things it's because almost like a mental it. map yeah it's because i can see it and that's i i constantly try to make sense out of like my experience it's kind of just like yeah thing. yeah yeah we I'm both we both do that yes, yeah that's so yeah. interesting you're we just meaning. talking about that yeah we were and like with you for example like your essence like i can tell you are you're a youthful soul but not like a young you're not like a child you're like you have this like wisdom about you that is found in older souls but it's just like you have you bring it to like this very here and now place and i feel like your presence is very here and now and your attention is very here and now it's very nurturing and it's very Ooh. like agreeable and like it's your energy is just it reads ah. green to me it's like a very like pretty like lime is most mostly what i've been getting from you honestly lately so it used to be a little bit deeper i would say but you've got a little bit more lime in you now. And uh, so it's color and it's it also like color. you're checking your body to figure out what yeah, it perceives yeah. in me. So there's the spatial realm. Yeah, of like, right. The only way you're picking up on these things is through your sensed experience yeah. of me. Yeah. So you say, I feel, I don't even know what some of the words you just said, but. Yeah. If you're, you, it's like I could pick, I could picture you as like a soul that's been around. Yeah, like, so you feel like an older presence. Yeah. I, I can sense time-wise, like where where you are at. Cool. Yeah, it's so and like spatially, like the way you inhabit space, the way your energy interacts with other energy. Sure. You come in your vibration. I guess I'm perceiving your vibration. You honestly. are. You are. You're perceiving. Yeah. It's like and it and it. Is very the, metaphorical. It's a strength it's very of light like, as well. There's like a light element to and, it. And somehow, like when you're talking about this, I feel like so many people would know what you're talking about because yeah. we say things every day that like perceive vibration, but we don't realize we say that. Yeah. Like, oh, you feel like an old soul. Well, we all just don't even question that because we say it so much. Yeah. But what are we actually saying? Right. Saying when I'm in the presence of this person, they remind me of an old soul. Yeah. Or I feel that. They bring that into the room. Yes. You know, like, oh, when Billy's there, he's always, like, the grandpa of the group. Like, yeah. there's something that we all it's do. vibrationally. Like, almost, like, <clears throat> something that we all don't know we're doing all the yes. time, which is perceiving vibration. And then, mm-hmm. now you're adding a layer of, like, awareness to that. Yeah. So we've already been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. We're all, yeah. actually all really good at it. Yes. But, like... And I think since I did it with myself, I'm now able to do it easier with other people. Interesting. For sure. Yeah. Like, I think I've been able to do it, but it's just, I'm realizing now that I'm, that's what I'm doing. Does it ever, and this is what comes up in me when you say that, like, does it ever make you frustrated to be able to see that 
and then have someone else not be able to meet you in that same understanding? Or are you even to that point yet? Is it still so new that you haven't like, you feel like you're not integrating it yet? Like, is it so new of like an awakening awareness process of your, that experience that like, you're still like mentally figuring it out? Does that make sense? Um, I don't know if I'm frustrated, but I kind of identify with that. Like it's, it's kind of new in that, like this level of my awareness of it is new. I think I've been doing gotcha. this for a long time, but it's just been one of those things, kind of like my synesthesia. Ah, okay. Where I was like, it was happening. Where it and clicks I just, all of a sudden. I just thought everybody was doing it, and it's just like, you don't talk about it, Whoa, so you don't. so you're like getting, you're almost like get, just getting that new perspective, like yeah, spinning right. diamond a little bit. Like, exactly. You're like, oh, this is the same thing I felt yeah. I haven't had words for, and now right. I can talk about it in a way that under, other people might yeah. understand. Like, oh, this is a thing. What this is. I'm like, aware that this is a thing. That is so good. I relate yeah. to that. Yeah. Just this idea of like spiritual language yes yes that can adopt an experience better than yeah the previous language and it's just all awareness it's just all becoming aware of like yeah oh, this is actually like i'm actually experiencing and i'm actually being present with myself and i'm actually in tune with what's happening and like oh wait there is something here what is that being curious and then just kind of like letting the experience happening and just observing it and like being like okay this is what is happening and just, like, staying with it and that persistence. And then eventually you have something. You have something tangible now that you can, like, talk about. Wow. Yeah. And then I kind of wonder, is this happening so much to so many people? And that's why we're calling it spirituality. Is that why we're calling it? Mm. I, I don't know. It's so interesting because I was in religion. Yeah. And then now I'm in this other wave of things that is happening to humanity, to humanity. So yes. there's this, some part of me that steps back and go, whoa, is this, what is this? Right. Like all these people starting to talk about that, or is it just truly in front of our eyes? We're starting to evolve, you know, mentally. I think. Are we, are, are we tapping into new funny. parts of our being, our humanity that we haven't known before and we're kind of watching it happen, That's which is Colette's pretty crazy. Saying, actually, the, the lady who leads the cannabis meditation, she said a lot of what, the words what you just said. Like, this is like, we're all evolving. And like, she says, she explains a little bit in one of the talks that she says, but like, humans are actually physically evolving to being more spiritually, like, aware beings and like stronger lungs. We're seeing people are coming up with stronger lungs and stronger, like, breathing activates like the pineal gland and like yeah like yeah all those things are like see all more, these like, things these things yes. that we could have talked to our parents generation about right they would call us fucking crazy yeah. that's hippity dippity bullshit right <coughs> for you know right the mystics like, or the people who read those cards like right, yeah. so different for our parents so it's funny to like have grown up in that way of thinking and mm-hmm. now switch over to something, some sort of so true understanding of like a higher, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say better. I just, mm-hmm. it feels evolved. It feels, it feels evolved. And our kids true. hopefully will evolve. They will. They will evolve just because yeah. they'll evolve past what we do. And I feel like that's kind of part of yeah. just being alive. I also feel like one thing, about just practicing spirituality just as at a normal pace i wouldn't say like say that i'm like a diehard spiritual like 
practitioner and I'm not like, yeah, I don't, and I don't like carve out like a schedule for myself. Like I just, I kind of roll with it. My spirituality, like sometimes okay. I'm feeling spiritual. Sometimes I'm not like, sometimes I'm really in tune with it. Sometimes I have mm, these amazing, relatable spiritual yeah. experiences. And sometimes I'm just like doing my thing. Like, oh, 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 life unaware. That's beautiful. Um, and as a normal spiritual person having like all these experiences, I feel like there's parts of it that are just like, I don't know. It, it's, it makes sense to me that we're like all evolving. And if that's the case, because mm-hmm. yeah, I guess, I don't know. It feels so natural. And like, all, everything that I'm doing is just kind of, it's all very, very natural. It's all extremely, mm. like, organic. Ooh. And, like, I'm kind of thinking through that, actually, because, hmm. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think of, like, any time what I what could you could or... What could you compare it to that would feel inorganic? So, like, what would, like, if you had to describe... When you feel inorganic about something or something. Like, like, church. Like, going to church. Ah, okay, I fucking okay. hated going to, like, mass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that was just like, oh, you have to, like, <laughs> this is supposed to make... I don't even know what the fucking goal of church was. Like, they never even told us what like, it was supposed to make you feel. Oh, man. Like, you I thought I knew well? and that I won the grand prize. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it's fucking working for you. Like, oh, yeah, sometimes I fucking listen to the person talking. Sometimes I didn't. Most of the time, especially when I was a child, I didn't fucking know what was going on. That definitely didn't benefit me. I just had to go be quiet. You just had to be dragged yeah. by your heels. Right. Just like And even when I pursued it actively as an adult, seeking whatever it was that people seemed to be getting out of it. You still couldn't eat it. I was just like, that's a cool story, bro, but, like, what the fuck am I supposed to be feeling right now? Because I feel nothing. (laughs) I actually don't love this. Their emotional bullshit did not work on you. Dude, honestly, absolutely. 100% agree with what you just said because... You trying to go to church in college was so funny. I did. You were just like, this is bullshit, but I will give it my all. (laughs) I was like, let's fucking do this. I'm about to be a Christian, born Christian again. Let's go get it. I'm gonna wear Birkenstocks and go to church group at Starbucks at eight o'clock on Tuesdays. Like, let's fucking do this. Oh my god. And then, like, I got there. <laughs> Why and I was, was like, I there? Why okay, was I this there? This is fun. Music's cool. Um, story. Yeah, we're talking about the Bible. Great. Okay, you know about the Bible. Great. Um, yeah. Cool. Sober. Great. I can't wait to go home. Like, I don't feel anything. You didn't feel anything. We just went there, and it was just like something. It was cool to like. It was like a show. It was like watching a Which performance. Is, that's so cool. I think you know, you know what? Well, if I remember our conversations in college, I felt like it was because you never bought into the idea that you needed to be saved from anything. Could be. That sounds at least from what I had perceived. I don't know. I think my all these years, like it just shifted a lot. You just stood in yourself really well, and this is me looking back now. That's not you know. I I don't really even know what I thought. That could be that could be an accurate like testament to what my beliefs were then. Yeah, you just were really strong and like confident and like no, this is just how I feel, and I always loved that about you. Even if I didn't understand it, I always loved. Like oh my gosh, okay that's so cool because she. You're true to how you actually feel about something. Yeah. And you're not going to 
you're not easily swayed about how you feel from outside people. That's true. Like, yeah, I feel really strongly. And I think it's because I think really deeply about things. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I, when I sit with something for so long and I straight up think about it from all the different angles and I I make a decision about something, it's going to take something pretty significant. I'm going to have to feel something really significant in order to be like, Oh, okay. I changed my mind. Sure. Or things have changed or whatever. But like, Definitely going to church and shit as a child didn't make any sense to me. And when they made me do, like, really fucking stupid things, like confession <laughs> and, like, what did you confess? first communion papers What did like you that. confess Oh, I, confession? I, I, I was so bad, dude. I straight up treated it like the joke that it was. That good. You always and had I, such a great sense of humor I, as a small child, I was I feel. a little shit, dude. Oh, my That's God. the best energy, though. That priest like, probably wanted to fucking pop me in the mouth because I was just like... Well, you know what? His day needs just a little more color. Also, the boxes <laughs> that, I, that we were in, you... Um, oh, wait, pause. I, I you the, were literally in a box. Oh, <laughs> can we just, dude, like, let honor me tell that? You, let me tell you about Catholicism, okay? <laughs> let me give you a little anecdote from back in the Catholic days. So, usually the boxes are about this big and they have a divider. You don't have to see, you don't have to directly look. You can look at the priest if you want to, but you don't have to. You, like, face the same way. You just talk side by side. Well... In the back of the church, there was a big box, and it was open. And it was about, oh, my God, there's a ginormous spider right there. How big? It's, oh like, it's on the wall. You're, you're oh safe, but it's right there. You see it in the light? It's not that ginormous. It's huge to me, baby. Oh, is that a spider? I think. Ew, it is. I don't like I about was re- it. Okay. So you go, you go in the box. You sit across from this guy. But you don't fucking even know. You never met this guy in your whole fucking life. And... You're in middle school, and in my situation, I didn't fucking believe any of this shit. I was like, this is especially fucking stupid, because (laughs) (laughs) just, like, logistically, like, what the fuck good is this supposed to do? I'm just supposed to, like, that, that's just, like, even more shame. It's like a shame parade, because you're just like, okay, you're either gonna be truthful and expect to be magically forgiven, which just, just doesn't feel right. Or you're gonna like have to. You're gonna feel struggle with shame as you pick and choose what you feel like you can actually say and feel forgiveness for. And you just have to confront your shame all the time. It's just like, oh my god, if that's not the best school child, if that's not the best description of what like intense Christianity felt like, yes, it's just like this over obsession with. Yeah. Wanting to not be sinful yeah. all the time. You don't get to be your like, real self. And you, be, because, because because your real self is bad. Because you your real need self is saving. Bad. Oh, right. yeah, your real self is bad. That's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. She wants to go outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's baby? We'll go outside. Go outside. Here. Yeah. One. Go, Mama. Oh. But, yeah, so... <clears throat> the little shit that I was because I didn't fucking believe in any of that shit and I was like this is a waste of my actual life and so I went in the box and I said shit like so my friend Brittany is like my best friend right and like I like like I told her that I didn't like her shoes and oh my god you're such a manipulative asshole I didn't want, I 
Like, I like made something up on the spot. You didn't just it lie. And it was like the pettiest acted. story. Like I told her that I, I told her that I liked her outfit and I actually didn't and I feel really bad about it. And just like the Did most you petty think dumb it was shit. funny to do that? Oh yeah. It was entertainment for me because I knew for a fact that like I didn't want to be there and this was a waste of my time and I was like, I'm gonna waste this time. That's so beautiful. You know why I respect that is because me in church was like I was gullible in the sense that I bought into it so quickly and I have no idea why that's I don't know. I think I just really wanted to belong or feel safe. Yeah, you don't want to be a bad kid also. Like, <sighs> yeah, you know what? That's really what it you're is. Like, I was just constantly trying to prove that I am good <laughs> yeah. and I am yeah. worthy and, you know, whatever. Straight so, up, girl. But anyway, I appreciate that in you because you just said <laughs> fuck the man from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's the thing. I'm very strong-willed and, like, what oh. I, my experience is, like, king to me. Which is, if you think about it, Amen. that's consciousness. You know, Kristen says that to too a, about to her peak. stuff. You know, yes, that's so great. You're like you're. I learned a lot from you guys. You can't like say what you experience is wrong, because that is really the track I've been on lately. Fucking experience. That's how I've been trying to navigate my life. Yeah. Because you can't really change where you are all the time by trying to pretend you're not there. Yeah, and. And you also can't change if you're constantly shaming yourself for those places. Yeah. It's just silly. It's yeah. just part of the human experience. Everyone goes through thoughts they don't like. Yes. Um, everyone feels shame. Everyone, it's just not, to say human, humanity needs saving is to, is to automatically assume that there's some flaw. Yeah. And I think that that's... And if you're not going to come to the table with a proposed mechanism on how to make that flaw better that's reasonable, then also, like, what the fuck do you have? Why do you get to throw that and on flawed, us? And flawed, I just, I guess I've just been playing around with this idea of flawed for a while just because I've stepped out of that way of thinking to find my own versions of whatever, you yeah. know, whatever I'm trying to, like, resonate the most with, what actually resonates. Because my whole life I knew so much Christian rhetoric and so much theology and so much stuff, knowledge. Yeah. But there was plenty of it that was just regurgitating and not even realizing that, like truly not realizing how not embodied right. of a life I was living. It was just like a, an academic pursuit, maybe. Yeah, you know, I think it was more for my mind. I had a lot that I wanted yeah. answered, so yeah, I just kind of dealt with the... The Christianese bullshit and the, yeah, the cult-like yeah. things. The ritual. I always it. tried to set myself just a little far apart from it. Mm -hmm. And now I realize that looking back, like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. you know, I really didn't want to be involved in ah. a lot of the things I did, but. Yeah, so you push yourself. Right. Beyond what you felt was comfortable. Exactly. Like so used to pushing my own boundary personally. Yeah. Probably because my boundaries haven't always been respected. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of used to that. But you also like, felt like it was a noble, noble enough pursuit. Yeah. You know, like, when you don't know what else to do. Like, yeah. Like, or, like, that was, like, a safe, comfortable place. Or and, it was a place to give you some meeting. And I think, Marinette, I honestly think I really shut down a lot of myself by shutting down my sexuality my whole life. You know, that traumatized me. 
that was really, really hard to try and be authentic as a person and have authentic feelings about things and desires about things mm-hmm. when I'm holding off one of the biggest desires a person can ever experience is the desire for human connection and intimacy and sexual, you know, energy and all of these things. So I was shutting all of that down thinking that that wasn't going to affect me having a desire for much of anything in life and a passion. The really, the only thing I could find was this, like, I want to know truth. Yeah. Which I'm still that way, you know, not truth necessarily truth is kind of vague now (laughs) for what Mm -hmm. that means but I think my own personal connection my own personal truth I guess I wanted to find and I'm still that way but you know other than that like a lot of the things I was I guess not I don't want to say pretending to be but was told I had to be They, they weren't true for me so I I didn't even know how to find what I felt about a lot of things. Yeah, it was like a structure that was like preset for you. and you. Yeah, and then to think that that's kind of how I have now perceived religion. And I think, you know, not everyone is in that boat, and that's totally fine. But Mm -hmm. me as a person, I think I can't do religion for that reason because it is Mm -hmm. too close to losing myself all the time. Yeah. And, And I will no matter what if I go into that kind of a setting I will adapt and I will you know do the thing that they say to do in order to make yourself happy and blah 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 and we all do this in little ways whether it's religion or culture messages it's me it's me at the end of the day having to find my own personal quiet and peace in the universe where I can go what do I think and feel about Mm. this this or that yeah processing what do I think about the fact that Mm -hmm. Most of my community that I did a lot of life with in my mid 20s, mm-hmm. young to mid 20s, is no longer a part of my life mm-hmm. processing the breakdown, deconstruction of day to day rhythms, a prayer life that you have in your head. Yeah. Um, the idea of God. Yeah. And all of that. Like, right. you really start taking it out of all of its boxes and a lot starts shifting, but. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. That's got to take so much, like, you're kind of, like, at, at that point, you had to kind of, like, outthink, you, you had to think outside the realm of reality yourself in order to get out of, like, that type of framework. Yeah, because so, I was so deep. Yeah. I was, was so far in the religious framework, having been to yeah. college for it, having studied the Bible and the scriptures, having Your whole life my up. whole life growing up in the church, and then yes. and then in grad school, then choosing to go to theology to finish those questions that I had had yeah. from that whole process. And it's so funny because that's actually what led me out of religion. Yeah, is going to there, going there, and I I loved my time there. Yeah, but I had a lot of questions and then you Man, end is that funny is that funny i don't know that like your entire life was all these questions and at the end of the road you you learned mm. you got your answers kind of yeah or, or like that you didn't essentially the yeah answer, not having answers was the answer and you just realized like oh man that's the answer you know, yeah. And just like, that oh, this isn't... I gotta get my meaning elsewhere. Like, yeah, in myself. Yeah. yeah. I have to create my own meaning, and I yeah. guess that's kind of where I'm... You know, and it's funny as I say it now, like, 
I can hear all the people in my head being like, oh, my God, all the theology talk. And mm-hmm. I know exactly what they'd say to that. And it's so interesting because now it's like it's no longer a thought that I battle and it's no longer a thing I feel I need to prove yeah. to anyone. Dude, yeah. It's an embodied experience. It just is. like they would say they had an embodied experience of Jesus or whatever. <laughs> okay. So, but here's the thing. They told us that that was... Only Christians having those experiences. Yeah, dude, what? People, every human has some sort of really deep embodied, you know, for the most part. 100%. Very brainwashing, like brainwashed in that Mm -hmm. we were very, very drinking the Kool-Aid and the idea, very sheltered from like, no, this is just a human thing, Christians. Like, come on. (laughs) Like, this is not... You are not the only ones capable of talking to God. You're not the only ones capable of wondering about morality. I think that's the problem with religion is that it's it's a one idol, especially Christianity. It's a one <laughs> idol focus. Yes. And that makes that puts an air of that puts an energy of ego within the whole institution. Yeah. And everything <laughs> becomes about like your one experience of this one deity and it's like about like here's a thing. one a one a one but it's it's not everything is everything is in, like together everything is yeah. one everything is one not just one deity one jesus one like but here's the thing do we do we do the same things and and here's my take on reality right because i was so deep in that and now i'm so not there mm-hmm. but i'm seeing the same pattern play out with this new aged christianity or sorry i'm sorry spirituality that's everywhere yeah i mean everywhere you look some girls reading you know a book about tarot cards or like talking about you know, her relationship with the universe and earth. And like, that's so prevalent now, but do we do the same thing by always talking about, you know, healing the soul and letting go of the ego and like all of these new adapted terms that are actually wonderful. And I've loved using them, but there's a part of me that goes, are we just doing the same thing over again? Where we go, we're going to split the self. We're going to talk about the ego. We're going to... Like... Is it not the same process happening in society? Like, like coming up... Are you talking about, like, just, like, in general, like, these are just reoccurring topics that we just keep circling back to? Or just, like... Yeah, this desire to seek perfection or or a perfected version of ourselves. As As if where we are right now isn't the whole point. Yeah, and I think though I think though the argument that I have is is the whole reason that I'm kind of into spirituality and like I the whole I feel like the most myself that I am is when I do shed my humanity in order to do that you kind of have to recognize that like the ego is is a viable part and like this thing that is like But you- shedding humanity Wait, it's such a good juicy thing though. Yeah, it's so good. And, like, and that's need the hang up with me because it's so good and yet we all have within us this desire to shed some part of us yeah you know like and And maybe that's just part of us maybe that's just evolving that's what we do like an onion it's the (laughs) non-part of us really it's like who we really are is energy from the universe oh that's good that really clarifies a lot we really are like our real home is Stars, right, and we've been dust. so physically, yeah. tangibly focused. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when I when I see my humanity apart from myself, what I'm really talking about is 
when, when the cosmos kicked up whatever earth dust <laughs> happened to make me and give life to me, make me and me, me man, like animated matter. Whenever that matter settles again and my essence goes back wherever it's going, mm-hmm. the matter, the part of myself, the neuropathways that will exist forever in our existence and forever that are part of me and my experience. So not only my physical form, the physical things that, you know, I interacted with, not the, just the physical, but also the parts of me that have thoughts and perceptions, mm-hmm. the, the, the conscious part of me that had an imprint of my human experience. It never experience. leaves. Yes. That part, that part of me though is not, going with that's that part of me is going to go to the collective it's not just me anymore yeah when i go that's well that's you know that's newton's what third law that energy cannot be created nor destroyed so we talk about all the time that as humans we hold a frequency yeah and that makes sense like if we're energy we're emitting energy it doesn't just go away it leaves and it goes somewhere right yeah and like when you think about like christianity and like the way that like their practices are and like the the vibe that it gets it's like it's still very much on this human like frame of existence and like when you're talking about like a spiritual awakening or spiritual like like upgrading Mm -hmm. you're like what you're really wanting to do is like move into different a different plane moving into the spiritual plane whereas like yeah it's wanting to say hey religion yeah hey jesus but you're for earth and like you're an earth you're an earth person this is a this is a story about earth and your perception of god and heaven and the heavenly realms is this it's just slapping humanity's face all over a, a spiritual concept yeah yeah yeah. so it's almost like this bigger expanded version of like what i think christianity was ultimately trying to get at yeah. was this like higher embodied spirit yes this this god like sure. spirit any, any and pursuit. yeah yeah and like i respect that part that was mm-hmm. the part i always connected to for sure that's the part that means anything. That's exactly, and that's the part that is Jesus, in my, <laughs> yeah. opi- in my opinion, but, you know, that's the we put that man all over it. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the part that I struggle with, because Jesus, that's just a human, that's a fucking meat sack. That was a meat sack. We're all just he, meat he sacks. He didn't know everything. Right. We are, we are all just meat sacks. That's not the part of us that's like... And then we wrote about him as spiritual. if, like, <laughs> as if our hands were, like, truth tellers. Yeah. I... I know one thing about humans and that if you all sit in a circle and say one thing and go around the circle, it is a very different thing by the end of it. Dude, yeah. True. Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen humans master that. That's so true, dude. how do you like all this shit with the Bible? It's just like really what got me after grad school. I was like Yeah. I went to Israel and I saw the world and I saw the actual physical struggle between Palestine and Israel. And I was there and I felt the tension and I like, I met Muslims and I met Jewish people and I saw them interact and eat lunch together. I saw so much of what they talk about in the news Mm -hmm. and in the Bible and why they're all fighting over it but let me tell you all these people are convinced it is their way yeah convinced and they have the text to prove it they have their own theology yes they've got 
their ways and their convictions and their meetings with the spirit and whatever that is for them. They've got them. And we would be dumb not to believe them because we're asking people to believe us. Yeah. But yet, Christianity just seeks to be the one and only. And it's just like, yeah. wow, that's just not... Even in a metaphysical, we're going to talk, like, is this even possible? Yeah. Like, absolutely not. It's not... And I don't want to limit... I, I get the whole, like, miracles and wonderful things and yeah. da 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 But, like, no, humanity is beautiful. And yeah. this whole existence is a part of that, like enjoying That's creation true, and enjoying that energy. Mm-hmm. It's a manifestation of energy. Yeah. So I think humanity can definitely, and that's, that's tricky too, because, okay, well, wait, I have something else I wanted to say. So I was having a conversation in the car with my mom on our way down to Texas. And I, I played around with the idea of like the problem with a lot of religions is that it has a written text. Now hear me out. <laughs> no, I <laughs> I don't yeah. Because it's Amen. like because then it's like you have words that are written and then are just open to interpretation but it gives you enough of a pathway to where it's like okay. To where you was think really you're mean? there and right. that's like the, and then also, <laughs> the shitty part. It was immortalized. These ideas were immortalized at a time in the past that is completely irrelevant and mismatched to the the present that what we have. Preach. So for no, ma- no matter what text that is no matter how many like modern adaptations it is, it's it's not going to like fit the scenarios and the modern yeah. like times. And, and like, I wanted to buy into times. that story so bad. You know, yes. when I was in college, I was a young undergrad studying Christian ministry, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to believe that I didn't have to get into those arguments. That yeah. nope, God just made a way, and it was all perfect. And da da da. But you know what? That's safe. Yeah. That's what someone who's seeking safety wants to hear. Yeah. Regardless of if it's true, regardless of if it's reality. Yeah. And I think that's why specifically that church I was a part of targets college students. Yeah. Because you don't know who you are. You're that's you're true, meshable, dude. you're moldable and yeah. you can be part of something and you can be part of change and that's beautiful. But and also you get wrapped up in there and before you know it, there's all these unspoken rules right. that are governing your life and it's one kids. person's interpretation of those texts yeah because i sat there as a theology student and went this <laughs> shit is crazy what he's saying yeah. he doesn't make any fucking sense right now but Dang everyone's that. going wow you're yeah. such a good job oh he's so funny yeah oh this may oh this is so emotional and beautiful mm. and yeah there were times when it was, and then there yeah. were times where I was like, oh my God, yeah, on right. a psychological level, y'all are being manipulated. Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't do it anymore, and I had to leave. It's, it's I had true. to leave. They're vulnerable at that age, and like, it, they're the perfect ones to like get super hype over a community, which is what a goal of a church is, right? To have like a great community <laughs> yeah. and like a great congregation that's like supportive, and like, it's, they're so, it's so easy to be like, here's a place where like, all you people trying to figure yourselves out fit and belong and like let's and here you go i'm gonna give you the recipe <laughs> right. and you're gonna go through the rest of your life thinking that you have the life figured out but you're actually yeah. gonna look like a buffoon because you have nothing figured out yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but you belong here and so we're fine. gonna stunt your growth as actually long as you struggle which will be a long time <laughs> you can be you can be here also <laughs> yeah Damn. Yeah. yeah yeah that was good but 
going back to my point with the texts, I feel like, like in religions, especially if you look at like Native American religions, they don't have texts. What they have is like verbal, like recantations of like. Yeah, it's passed know, down. Lessons. It's about storytelling. Right. And and in that storytelling, in that telephone of a way of passing things, you kind of get the benefits of that telephone circulation, where like things don't exactly come back the way that they started. Because you're all communicating like they did. You do, and then like. But like it has like the impression of each generation on it. Like each generation gets oh, to like, it just twist a little bit. Yeah. Damn it! Just that's things, so accurate to humanity. Naturally evolve as they should. That's, as that's they the should, and that is and that, that is way, the beautiful right? part of humanity is it's, right. it's the whatever people call the light and the dark and the yes. blah blah blah. It's all part of this yeah. experience of like being an embodied. Which I think it's energy. beautiful when you think about it. That it's absolutely that beautiful principles of religion might be better transmitted through the the mouth and through voice and through like storytelling versus written word because this is a, the actual more physical plane than sound is. Sound is a vibrational plane. Sound more, is, all, sound is also so communal than, because you have to be close in proximity to be able to share Yeah, it. so it's actually aligns better Except, with Except, wah, wah, now we have video stuff, so that's not true. But it used to be well, true. Well, humans are also supposed to be meant to like live in like small communities of like, you know, 30 to 50 people. It's not supposed and to now be we are literally, capacities. we're literally the generation that saw the biggest boom in the history of mankind yeah. with technology and change yeah so we did a large jump and we're we're actually just catching up yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah, like we, we were looking at this as like wow we're we're changing and did it of course we had to yeah of course scott had to change <laughs> left behind yeah exactly yes, and now we're like our bodies are kind of embodying now where our technology was like we mm. you know we're yeah. we are at least our awareness of it yeah Becoming way more aware of the heavenly realms and the sense of the universe space. True. We just sent four fucking average Joe people to space. True. Without any astronauts. People love outer space. People are smoking weed. People are literally getting high. They're, oh my God. Yes. Literally getting high. We're in the physical realm. Something I noticed about weed the other day. When I smoke weed and I drive, I look at the sky more than I do what's going on actually here. I'm legitimately tuned to the sky. Because up, up, things move kind of slower up there. Yeah. You know, the clouds kind of just glide fucking right around. And that's kind of the pace I'm at when I'm high. I'm, I belong up there versus like down here, like where I'm like trying to drive a car 60 miles an hour, but I'm like, I can't possibly get up to 60 miles an hour. That's way too fast. I know exactly you know what, I mean? what you mean. Yeah. I know that feeling exactly. Like that's the pace that I'm at right now. That's my that's my vibe is up there. <sighs> Wonderful. I mean? So that's literally I had that like epiphany. I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting high. I get it now. And you're like, yeah, it literally yeah. lifts my vibration. I, yeah, I'm up. I'm up there. That's where I'm at mentally. Oh, it's beautiful. And now I feel like we're getting to the point where it's not just getting high anymore. There's something happening in our bodies that's. Yes. We are awakened way more than our parents' generation ever was to the strength, to the beauty, to the different components of THC, marijuana, the cannabis plant, CBD, all these different things that, like, we're starting to take use of and understand Mm -hmm. and understand how it, in detail, helps our body. I wonder if we had higher levels of anandamide in our 
bodies. That's like the natural THC chemical that we make. Like um, you think maybe we had more receptors automatically? Like maybe in earlier generations, maybe after like like long generations and evolutions of trauma and like shitty society mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. shit like that, that we've just kind of like we've our our systems have been so depressed and like producing anandamide that like us our generation that supplements it through the natural vitamins of plant thc if, if we're like finally receiving that actual level that we're supposed to have in order to evolve spiritually as beings that's a really really cool idea and that actually makes sense to me because even if you look at like physical the like very small but physical representation of that mm-hmm. you'll see it our parents' weed was really, really low in THC. And the weed that's being manufactured and consumed by people nowadays blows that weed out of the water in THC percentages. So when, seriously, I have, I see people every day come into the store that are like, this ain't your 1970s weed. Yeah. He's like, this shit will fuck you up. You know, because these guys sometimes aren't used to smoking this kind of weed. All the advances, too. If you look at, like, ancient cultures, like, they were smoking weed. They made the pyramids. Absolutely. They did all these crazy outer, otherworldly accomplishments, and they were all cultures that used weed. And what, what have we gotten in our universe with, like, people who smoke weed? We have people invent computers. That was people who were Amen. Weed I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have people change social creators. Things. I'm so tired of people yeah. judging people who use marijuana to yeah. cope and to manage I, th- I full-heartedly believe marijuana has helped humans evolve like we have evolved and are as i truly believe that too thank you because yes i agree you know what there are there are states of mind that help me process my emotions in my life in my in really deep intimate ways that my body won't allow me to go to Mm-hmm. After my accident, mm-hmm. there is a certain like level of sensation that my body can't tolerate anymore. Mm. It's very, very, I, I will just flood. And then who knows, maybe that'll change, but cannabis slows me down, allows me to feel safe in my body, mm. allows me to feel sometimes, unfortunately, feel pain, mm-hmm. but then allow me to process it. And yeah. then I end up feeling so good like i can have like a a thought process without being interrupted by a pain signal yeah and so i just feel yeah and then i move through it it allows me to progress Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what you're saying that's exactly what i'm saying i think it's been like the undercover like backbone of humanity (laughs) that's so funny because we we tried so hard to outlaw six thousand years (laughs) Dude, yeah, and we've only <laughs> tried to outlaw it in the fuck, like literally the last one hundred years, like nineteen twenties ish is when things started to We're get. We're so a scared. Wonky. We're so scared of things like that. Yeah, you know that's so. That's just a very typical response. It's, no, what what it is is that like fucking people, society started getting sick, and power started becoming like the hottest commodity to have, and people who are you know that's where like capitalism started to evolve and bring out the worst of people over time. Once we had that capitalist kind of 
ideal and those fundamentals of like the american dream you just work you know yeah you can get whatever you want like things like that and you can like it's a free market so you can rise anybody can rise and be you know as long as you work hard you can achieve anything it just became like these very sick ideals that are not at all congruent with the way humans actually operate and live and like they just go against like every bit of our like better nature you know, Ooh, to be flow. to be individualistic and to be like hoard resources and to not care about your neighbor and like try to get ahead no matter what it takes. Oh, and, okay. Like, all these things that like make us sick actually, they become like the the values, right? And then like the people of power who utilize those values to get what they were wanting, they're like, okay, well, I definitely can't have anybody else getting power. Sure. So, like, no more free thinking. Get away all the drugs that could possibly yeah, threaten ever, ever type of advancement. Like, things like that where that, they're probably yeah, not thinking it, about it that. Gets the, I'm sorry, but it gets the white yeah. old man power. And yeah. Because the one, they're the ones that were able to, had the privilege to begin with to get that head start on everybody else. And, and then capitalize on it. Yeah, Hence of course. capitalism. Yes, yeah. To absolutely. capitalize on someone's, yeah. you know, lesser maybe e- economic status right. in order to to give them something that they must pay for. Yeah. So. Yep. It, it makes total sense. It's mm-hmm. a lower frame of mind spiritually. It is. It is. And I think even though they might not have been aware that cannabis was actually a means to evolving out of that frame of thought and like kind of like pulling yourself away from it and being like, Oh, that's actually really fucked up. Sure. Yeah. Without maybe even actually knowing that they've, it aligned for them that that that's what they were manifesting at that time. Like that was the energy that they were drawing. So cannabis that's... was under the line of fire, you know, Ooh, that's had, such a beautiful play. And that's such a beautiful way to put so much that's been happening in the past couple well, six like since like the seventies, but in general, yeah. all the shifts that we've seen pretty closely to like our parents' generation and our generation, like our whole childhoods, we kind of we were all different kids, you know. A lot yeah. of us were like sensitive. A lot of us were more feely, quote unquote, big time. And our parents' generation did not necessarily know how to handle that. Yeah. Because they were taught, like, the American way. Pull up your bootstraps, get to the top, do the thing you gotta do, make sure you're there. You know, like... It was a different country. You didn't talk about shit you didn't need to talk about. In mm-hmm. their minds, it was like, don't air your dirty laundry, at least yeah. for their parents' generation. and Right. And that trickled down. So, and then they got us, this generation of, like, we were overstimulated from a very young age. Yeah. In a way that our parents might not have been. Yeah. Like... We had more ads shown to us by the time we were probably three mm-hmm. than they had, you know, their entire, like, one to 16-year-old yeah. span, you know? For sure. We had all of that crammed into such a short amount of time. And then it's only grown exponentially since then. Right. And, like, what does that do to our brains? What does that do to our trajectory as, like a part of an evolutionary species. Yeah, well, something's got to give. Yeah. It's just like the, you know, it's the stock market type mentalities. Eventually, it's got to come down. Yeah. Um, Same with the housing market. Yeah. You can only 
you know, hit a growth streak for so long, eventually it will taper. Everything breathes. Everything breathes. And that's so beautiful because that's like life, right? Yeah. Life is alive and that's it breathes. Like how, that's <laughs> how you get to expand out is because you have to break back down, create something stronger. Yeah. Where the, it's, it's just the way of life. Uh, Abraham Hicks talks everything. about that a lot. Just mm-hmm. this like idea of expanding and contracting in life mm-hmm. and how you're never truly backsliding quote unquote which I love because Christians used to say that shit all the time you know you mm-hmm. hyperfixate on like well if I if I had a good season of life I better not backslide I better not like go yeah. back to that depression that anxiety uh oh like I need to prove something yeah but no life is truly about the expanding and contracting that's actually yeah. what makes it grow absolutely that's like the health. If you stop it. breathing, you die. You That's breathe. the organic. If you breathe of it. more, you actually get stronger. You release stress, like we were talking at the very beginning. Right. Yes. Yes. Everything is duality. It needs. It needs a balance. It needs both. And <sighs> that's the nature of matter. That is, which is plan why plan. I couldn't hang with religion and Christianity anymore. Yeah. There, I knew it was all too too beautiful. The light and the darkness. It was all just too beautiful to say it was evil. That's, dude, that's 100% it, man. And, I, <laughs> and to say that it needed to be changed, I was like, no, fuck that. I, yes. I fucking love this journey as a human. And, like, especially like, fuck you for making me hate it. As a like, child, too, and I experienced a lot of darkness as a child, I feel like when they were explaining these things, and it was just like, it made it... Their explanation of what was evil and, like, dark and, like, devil thoughts and, like, you know, things that you should feel shame about... For my day-to-day. And I was just like, I'm doing fine. Like, I'm sad. Yeah, they were always running from those things right. as if that were the bad guy. And you know, right. honestly, I hate to make this distinction or this similarity because, you know, Hitler's such a powerful whatever. Yeah. But that's got Hitler-type manipulation written all over for it. You're setting up the problem so that you can fix it yeah. with your agenda. Right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. That's true. Nothing's wrong. To a key. It's like, nothing's wrong. Like, you you can't. It's the it's yeah. the sleazy car salesman that yeah. says, you know, like it's just unnecessary. Yeah. Kind of. We create a problem so that we can sell you the thing that fixes it. Right, and it's an idea that's born out of greed, which again brings. <laughs> and what is humanity. church but a business? Come yeah. on, that's what I'm fucking saying, dude. And that's like when we were driving out to Texas too. There was like a fucking church every four fucking mm. seconds, and I was just like, dude, this is the biggest scam. Me and my mom had some good conversations about religion because you know how she is, and <laughs> um, and I just fucking nothing to do for ten hours besides like pick apart her brain about the stupid idea that she has about religion. Anyway. Um, but there's like, I was just like, this is such the biggest fucking scam. But I was like, also, if I was coming to a place where I didn't know anybody and I needed to make a quick buck and I wanted to kind of provide like a safe environment and like, <laughs> Become you know, a pastor. and kind of like give myself the impression of like, I'm trustworthy and like get myself into a community yes. in like the best situation possible. But then also manipulate the congregation. a fucking church. That is the best <laughs> fucking idea for that type of scam ever like if i want to create a nice right. solid life for my family where i feel a part of this community and i'm from trusted and i have lots of income and i feel safe right fucking start a church great and you know what don't and have then... to pay taxes <laughs> your their whole life is fucking set you just have to meet these standards and that's and you know what if we're talking the laws of attraction if we're talking the rules of the universe mm-hmm. 
whatever. Just don't pretend to be an angel while you do it. Yeah, no shit. And here's the other thing. I know a lot of fucking, and these, these are the kickers, you know, these are the people that are like, oh, damn, you on another level of whatever that is. Mm-hmm. It's the people who like manipulating people just to yeah. manipulate people. Right. And gain power. <laughs> Those are a little, little sick in the head sometimes. Yeah. Those are the parts where you're, you're being too indulgent, actually, is, is what it is. You're being too indulgent with power. And emotion. And emotion. I know so many good emotional manipulators. Yeah. Thank God for and like therapy what you're getting school. And, like, out of that is your <laughs> entertainment of it. And it's just, it's... It's it's sick. You're being it's unbalanced. It's impure to not impure, but like, it's it's not. Yeah, that was your a Christian best. word. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It's 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 an imbalanced kind of like thought where you're you're not considering like your higher self and like what like the principle of like love and energy and like goodness. Like you're not considering those things in that situation. You're you're feeding into your shadow at that point. And if you're if you are letting it get that far, it's so much imbalance that it's it's a problem. Honestly, there is imbalance. You know, that is a problem eventually. Damn, that's good though. It's good it's to have so... a balance between light and shadow for sure. You gotta have both. You have to acknowledge both. You have to engage in both. Man, you gotta find a balance. I feel like I sh- we just you and I could have a podcast and just talk yeah, about some yeah, funny shit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I've been um, cause that's so good. Yeah, it's so good. So many people would love to hear it. I. All right, y'all. That's pretty much it for this episode. Um, like I said, we just passed around a joint and really got into it. So I think it went pretty damn good. And we're just going to leave it there because I think that's some quality stuff. So join us next time for the next episode. See ya.